Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. Oh, fantastic Friday. So yesterday we got the news on uh, President Trump. I'll just say this. I don't think this is going to shock you. I I don't like talking about Trump. Yeah. And here's why. You know, he's just so polarizing. When he was running for president, he, in my opinion, had lightning in a bottle. There was a reason that people were showing up uh, and to watch him speak. And, you know, there was something about him where he got... Uh, blue-collar Americans to say, you know what? You feel my pain. That billionaire up there actually feels my pain. Yeah. And I thought Plus that he was... he called out. He goes, you, you, you begged money for me. You called out everybody. I don't know yeah. anybody, anything. Right. Which I think was huge. But yeah. tied all of that, I know who you guys are and how you work. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that there was something real to that, and he deserved to win that election, and, and he, he ran harder than anybody and better. And so I acknowledged, I acknowledged that. But, you know... Towards, you know, the end with January 6th and the election was fraudulent and all the court cases that are against him now. I just think he's a total cancer to ever return to the White House. If he were to return to the White House, I think he would just take it out on people who he thinks has wronged him. I don't think that does America any good. I also doesn't think it does America any good if we sit Joe Biden in for a second no. uh, term. So I want to bring up a statistic. If you're a Republican out there. OK. All right. Almost 60% of Republicans think a trial could actually help Trump win the election. So I'm just going through this in my head. Are you going to root for this guy because you think he was wronged in this case? And by the way, I think he's gross for what he did. But being gross isn't illegal. Yeah. Okay, I don't. I think that it's a flimsy case. I acknowledge that as well. But it doesn't make me want to root for the guy. I'm not. I'm not happy that he was indicted and might go. You know, get his photo taken and fingerprint. That doesn't make me happy. That doesn't bring me any joy. But I don't want this guy anywhere near the Oval Office because, to be honest, he's involved. He's involved in way more earth-shattering things. Like trying to overturn the election, and then you got the Capitol, and then the transfer of power. This this thing is is flimsy, but it, I don't know why anyone would say, oh, well, now that he's been wronged, I'm, ha- I'm going to have to vote for him. You don't have to vote for him. No, no. But if you feel that, again, we've talked about it, it's still a long way away, and there's a chance that neither of these guys will be on either side of the uh, Trump and uh, Biden. Of, of each other come you know election time. But uh, the fact is, is anything can happen from here. And he wants all of the stuff because he loves being a martyr, too. I think Trump feels best uh, like... Uh, like a lot of coaches back in the day, uh, you know, like Lou Holtz used to say, well, you know, we're going up against Duke and they're one in 10, but they've got our number and they're waving. You're, you're the national champions. You're going to roll them by 50. He likes to be in that position of being that martyr because I think it, it's us versus them. And it makes him feel like at this moment in time, there's that. Plus, you never know what's going to happen between now and then. If we're in a recession, if we're struggling, if we we watch Ukraine get their butts handed to them and all of a sudden this money's evaporating, our debt that's growing. People get discontent because we still vote for their wallets. People long back to the day mm-hmm. of cheap gas. And who cares about this? It, but is there a chance this can help them? It's going to help raise money, which is something that all people need. But is it going to help him in a way where I don't think people are thinking about? Does this move people like Ron DeSantis and everybody else, at least for a while, to the background? Yeah, it does. And that's going to help him on that, that at least that level. Yeah, because when I said this a few minutes ago, I don't like talking about Trump. No. I just don't. I don't know how you feel. I really don't like it. First of all, he's not the president anymore. Nope. You know, and for people to blame him for stuff in the past, I don't, we try and stay away from that. 
Um, I, 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 you know, I don't, I, I, I don't like to talk about him because I don't think he matters anymore. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, we're giving him relevance. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason we don't talk to the talk about the person who lost to Katie Hobbs. There's no relevance in that human being mm-hmm. anymore. No, and I don't want to bring it up. Uh, I don't want to bring her up because there's no reason to. When with Donald Trump, it's like, okay, yeah, you were the president, and you did a, you did some really good stuff, and then you did some really bad stuff. Uh, but you know what? It's not your ball game anymore. We're going to unfortunately now we're going to talk about Biden. So that's what we're doing. And so I like to leave Trump in the background, but this doesn't allow us to do that. No, it doesn't, and it's going to keep his name out there, and people are going to sit there and go, "Wow, I can't believe uh, uh, you know." He's still got relevance, and the media is going to love it. Uh, speaking of, of relevance, uh, mm. college degree, relevant or not anymore? More and more people are saying, nah, not so much. 56% of people, when polled by NRC, uh, the Wall Street Journal said, uh, nah, uh, not worth it anymore. Yeah, you know why? It's too hard. and Too expensive. No. I think Yes. But I think it's too hard, and people don't like doing hard things anymore. I can't. That's a battle that's uphill. I can't do that. I got to find an easier way to do that. I think that's a big part of it. Well, I think the expenses too, because I also see they're looking up and they're seeing people. They're like their mom and dad still paying off debt and going. I don't want that, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, I, I don't want part any of part of that. I mean, it's a huge part. That's one of the things they're saying here. Well, then what are you going to do? Uh, well, I think there's a lot of things that look. More and more people are getting by with without college degrees. I think trade schools are starting to blow up. I think people are looking for different things. Going, do I need to pay a hundred thousand dollars for the experience? Or do I not have what it takes to get through four years? I think that's a big part of it, too. College is hard in a lot of different ways. Well, if you don't have what it takes to get for four years, don't be taking out the stuff to pay that you're still going to have to pay off and have nothing with. Yeah. I mean, you've got to figure that out, hopefully, before you go. But yeah. one of the big things that I loved about college is I went to Syracuse. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Well, now college is going to give me four years to try and figure it out. And college has also given me four years to figure out, you know, how do I get my work done, but then I can go and socialize. Uh, Now I'm in like the first real relationship I was in. How do I how do I navigate that with, you know, paying attention to classes and your social life and all that? So I think there's a lot that goes into college, but college is hard. And the one thing I always say is, um, can you finish? Yeah, four years. I mean, you can go five years. I mean, that's fine. I I know a lot of people do. uh, But. Can you finish? Because finishing the race is the hard part. And I think when you finish the race, you show your next employer, I can finish the job. I can finish the race. I'm not going to quit after two years. I'm going to do something hard. Graduating is hard. And I think yeah. we have a lot of people out there who are but younger. You're a big proponent, but a, a lot of people anymore, are, are, the, you know, they, they, this one lady they interviewed, and this again, there's there's other people that's great and other people that's not. Uh, she's got $145,000 in debt, okay. and well, she got equine, study, equine studies. She's 50 years old. She pays as much as she can every single month. Mm-hmm. Now she's a di- uh, uh, dialysis technician. Nothing to do. I have 50 friends who've got degrees. None of them work in any of the field they got a degree in. Now, well, that was me. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean, I, I, think, I think in some parts, if you go to college and you get an English degree, I don't know what you're going to do with that. I mean, I know what you're going to do with it, but are you going to major in something where you think you can make a living? And I think we learned a lot about that years ago. And we said, okay, you got you got to figure out something that you're passionate about, but you also got to figure out something that's also going to make you money. And so, you know, if you got a basket weaving, is always the funny thing. If that's your college degree, which of course it's not, how are you going to make money doing that? 
<laughs> so I think that's part of it, too. But but I, for a lot of people out there, again, you know, you're a big proponent of it. I love education. I can find education a thousand different ways. Uh-huh. I think college is one of them. One of my big things is, is, and this lady's saying the same thing. Hey, you know what? Take some time for yourself before you go take out $50,000 in loans for the next four years. that will balloon to $100,000 uh, while you try to pay them off before you decide, I want to go in this field right here. And apprenticeships are growing, and that's tough, too, because you got to work. As you do your apprenticeships, and that's a tough thing to do, too. And as I always tell Jack every single day, being a plumber apprentice isn't bad because everybody poops and AI ain't going to fix that. <laughs> that's right. Well, I mean, that is a trade that's going to make you money. I know it's true. Uh, you know, if you're an air conditioning technician, that make is going money. to make I, I acknowledge that. I totally get that. I still think college education, if you can do it, best thing you can do for yourself. Coming up next, it's a new drug. It's now in Arizona. And, oh, that's right. It's going to make your arm fall off. So there's that, but you'll be high. I'll tell you what it's called, and uh, who's taking this specific drug? It's all coming up next on the Gatos Chad Show. Nice. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. What if you took fentanyl and mixed it with, what is it, an animal... Tranquilizer, uh, an animal, a yeah. drug for yeah. animals, like an, an, an anesthetic yeah. for drugs uh, for animals. For like, and we're not talking about like your dog. We're talking about cattle, yeah. horses, large animals. Right. What if you mix that with fentanyl? Wow, How what a think? party you'd have! Yeah, uh, there's something called trank out there. This is this is what it is. Yeah, uh, it leads to horrific wounds and amputations. Uh, even if even if you are hooked on drugs, okay. And you find out just a little bit about Trank. Okay. And you know that it'll lead to, like, it'll, like the flesh will come off of your arms and your legs. It peels off. It yeah. just, it's, it rots. They, it basically, it's like giving you gangrene in certain areas. But even if you're hooked on drugs, wouldn't you say no to that one? No, because you're so far gone. You're not worried about the repercussions because there's a chance you're going to die. Many of them probably think at some point they're going to die or they've already had 10 brushes with death. You don't start with this. You're at no. a point where you're already so far gone at this point. You're just taking this for because you're trying to chase a new high. And this will give you apparently a similar high to that first time you take heroin. Oh, my gosh. So so you read all the articles about the first time you take heroin, you you might just get hooked immediately. Yeah, you, you chase the dragon. You cha- that's what they call and you it. you never, ever catch the dragon. All right. So um, we know that fentanyl is killing thousands of Americans every day. Yeah. We know that China's making it. We know that it's being you know uh, smuggled in from Mexico into Arizona and the rest of the country. Where did so this drug is just what is this at, at any vets? And Probably like, yeah. Thinks, how, how do you get this? But who thinks about you know what? I know fentanyl could kill me, but let me take fentanyl and let me take the animal tranquilizer, mix them up, and then take it. How yeah. do you figure that out? I don't know. That's I, that's the thing. Like, how do you get from point A to point B that you think this is a good idea? Like, where do you even get it? Like, who's on the street going, "Hey guys, have you tried this?" Like, "Hey, your zizoline or whatever it was got into my fentanyl." No. Oh, your, your, your fentanyl got into my Zizaly. We should try it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's a DEA administrator saying uh, this. You call it Xylazine? Yeah. Okay. It's making the deadliest drug threat our country has ever faced. Fentanyl even deadlier. Yeah. So do we have something that's actually worse than fentanyl now? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you just you, you multiply whatever else you're going to find, and there'll be something out there next week that they'll find that you could probably combine with fentanyl. And uh, and they, they say this turns you not only into like almost, you know, you get leprosy where it rots from the inside. It turns you into an absolute zombie. Rots your brain. Flesh rotting drug. Horrible. Horrible. Absolutely. Just what are we thinking? What the hell is wrong with us? Uh, Italy. Uh, you know, we worry about it. We've talked about AI, all the stuff they can do. Italy came out today and said, don't worry about pausing ChatGPT uh, for a while. We're not even going to let anybody use it. We're banning it. Wow. Yeah, we're banning it. They're worried about two things. First of all, privacy. And secondly, they are worried about some of the stuff that potentially could happen. And on top of that, uh, MidJourney, which is arguably the best, the most of the stuff that you see with the puffy jacket and the Pope and all this stuff. Which was a phony picture. That was all done on MidJourney. MidJourney today, stop allowing people, unless you're a professional, to use it because everybody was coming in and there were deep fakes everywhere. And but I they, think that people are listening. They say, so what if someone made the Pope look like he was wearing a puffy jacket and it was a phony picture? What's the big deal? Yeah, well, it's not just about the Pope. The Pope was a funny thing. But here's the thing, too. You got to think about this. You allow these things to happen that are innocuous and kind of funny. Like, oh, that looks, you know, the Pope, uh, that was kind of funny. And the more that you get used to it, the more that we just kind of soak it up. When we start to see things, we start to think even more that it's real. Hmm. And they had to stop it today because... Too many people were grabbing it and saying, look what I can do. I can make a fake Trump being arrested by Biden, and people are stupid enough to buy it and, sh- uh, and share it a thousand times. Yeah, and there'll be a good portion. I don't know how, what the percentage would be, but a good portion of people that think it would be real. Yeah, because yeah. we, this makes you, you have to pay attention now more so ever in the news world if you really want to find out what's going on, because you just, as I always say, crop dusting news where you just kind of go over it really quick and you look and you see something and you think, well, that's real. You're going to find out it's not real. And it fools even the best news people. Hmm. All right. Join Dave Burns, our buddy from Arizona Sports, uh, Saturday, 10 to noon at the new Fulton Homes community, uh, Barney Farms in Queen Creek where uh, I guess they're going to host a, a two seconds is too long drowning uh, prevention event. Uh, drowning's 100% preventable. And if you go to this thing, I'm telling you, you're going to be given a chance to win some D-backs tickets. There's going to be a live CPR demonstration uh, from the YMCA. Queen Creek uh, Fire Department's going to be there. So come out and learn how to keep your kids safe around water. Up next, Becky Lynn's going to read the news. We're going to jump in and interrupt, react to the day's top stories at 3.30. It's called Holding Up the Headlines. Stick around. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Here we go. Becky Lynn, give us some headlines. A Phoenix businessman is expressing the hardship he's faced from the homeless encampments downtown known as The Zone. Freddie Brown Jr. owns a casket-making shop in the area and tells the Gators and Chad show the city has looked the other way. The city has allowed sidewalks to be blocked, people walking up and down the street and urinating and just leaving garbage everywhere. Even though his business hasn't suffered necessarily because it's a delivery site, Brown says it is disheartening for his employees to have to work around these conditions. Holding up the headlines. 
Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. And we talked to him yesterday. I think the one thing, Chad, I took out of the interview is the paraphernalia, whatever they're throwing on top of his roof. Yeah. Needles, drugs, feces. They're throwing it on top of his roof. Yep. Garbage. Why? I, it was weird. Why are they doing that to his roof? What do you? What do you? I don't get it. It's it does not supposed to make sense. It's the zone. The zone's not supposed to make sense. Nope. But he's got more crap on the top of his roof than I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. And what I took away is the thing thing I took away from uh, Joe when we spoke to him the other day uh, from uh, uh, the sub sandwich shop. There is. He still doesn't think this is going to get done. He thinks that there's going to be plenty of roadblocks uh, and lawsuits coming up. They don't seem to have faith that this is going to happen anytime soon. And he and uh, the employees go to Joe's to get food. Yeah, but not alone. Never alone. Good God. And it's like a block. Yeah. Always in a group of people. That's how dangerous it is. We're holding up the headlines. Valley political expert Emily Ryan from Copper State Consulting says the indictment of former President Trump may be viewed as opportunity by some in his own party seeking the White House. There is no one more cutthroat than a very ambitious politician. Many political experts consider former President Trump to be the frontrunner for the GOP nomination in next year's presidential race. Why is he the frontrunner? After everything he's done, why is he the frontrunner? He's still the 50,000-foot elephant that's standing in a room that's a thousand feet. He's still the name. I think as the former president, a ton of Republicans would love to not vote for him. They would love have to have a better option, but the, everybody would love to have a better option. They want some of what Trump brings and some of what somebody else brings. But the charisma, the stuff, he's still the guy to beat. Uh, and now this has made him a martyr, which I think is going to give him all the press that he enjoys. How those MAGA uh, folks do in elections across the country? Not very well, yeah, but so those we MAGA folks Trump? were also fake Trumpers, in the sense they all wanted to be Trump, as we know, and there's only one of him. All right, we're holding up the headlines. We do it every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Arizona Diamondbacks, back in action. The team and the fans are hopeful it's the start of something special. Team President and CEO Derek Hall tells the Bickley and Murata show on Arizona Sports, competing in the stacked NL West is a challenge, but the club's collection of young talent is promising. It's a tough road to get there, but I do have a lot of confidence in this team, and, and it's, it's clear that we're showing that we're going to be able to sustain it and that we're going to get better and better every year. Now, the Diamondbacks fell to the Dodgers 2-8 to eight in their opening day match. Up. They will look for revenge tonight in L.A. at 710. You can catch that call on Arizona Sports. But when they get back home, step aside, Peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Oh, Chase Field has some upgrades for this baseball season. Oh, Arizona no. baseball fans have more than 30 new food options no. to choose from, including the new D-Backs BBQ Alley. And if you're hungry for a ballpark classic, the new Epic Carnitas Nacho Helmet or the Footlong Sonoran Hot Dog may be the way to go. Fans can also look forward to giveaways this season, like a Zach Gallagher and bobblehead and throwback replica jerseys. The Diamondbacks will play the Dodgers in their first home game on April 6th. Kate Orta, KTAR News. Yeah, you better have a lot of those things because if your team doesn't get a lot of wins, you better be able to bring people there with big snacks and bobbleheads, kids. Uh, that's what always happens when you don't think you're going to be a very good team. You talk about the food. Still the cheapest, if I'm right, it's the cheapest ticket in major, all four major league sports is the Diamondbacks. Is that so? Yeah, they uh, because... What no, was that? The Carnados Nacho 
Helmet? What is that? What do you Carnitas. think? Carnitas. Nacho helmet. helmet. You get one of those little helmets like yeah. you used to do with the ice cream. Remember that? When you go oh, get yeah, ice cream? And they put nachos in it. They put oh. nachos in it. That's wonderful. That's, that's good. Just, that's good. And then the winner, right? Because you may at the bottom, they may have something, and it may say, you get a bat next. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> so that's it. They might as well open the roof when it rains during monsoon season. Get a game called off? Honestly, because have you seen, did you see the pictures when, oh. when like, the, the, the... Yes, and it was raining inside. It, yeah, they had the roof closed and yeah. it was pouring. Yeah. Like, that roof isn't going to stop anything from coming through it. I that's, that's to me, sounds dangerous. That, to me, sounds dangerous. You know the Diamondbacks are furious about that. Uh, Las about, Vegas. About that, <laughs> you about better get there ball, before the A's. Ball field. All right, we're holding up the headlines. A downtown Tempe music venue and a nearby high-rise for senior living have come to an agreement after a years-long dispute. In a joint statement, Shady Park and Mirabella at ASU say they are dropping their lawsuit. The popular concert venue near Mill Avenue and University Drive said it would add sound reduction measures to not disturb the retirement community across the street. Mirabella filed suit in April 2022, citing incessant and unrelenting noise, which led to an injunction restricting Shady Park's hours when it could host shows. Both parties are calling the resolution a win-win. Heidi Hommel, KTAR News. Hey there, I was liking to rock out to the music with the youth of America. If I was them, I'd like, I like the music loud, kids, turn it up. I don't hear so well, and I want to feel alive. That's right. And by the way, who built a retirement community next to a bar? Who did Mill, on Mill Ave? Who does that? Well, who moved into it? That's what I can't understand. Yeah, that's the other thing. Didn't it happen when there was there was no like was it COVID and nobody was at the bar? So it was people, nice. Yeah. People were like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah, but they <laughs> built that thing. I remember when they were building it and they were marketing it as "Come back and live." Amongst yeah. ASU, you were here as a student yeah, years that. ago. Come back, be a part of this. Who wants to do vibrant that? Vibrant community again. It's not Glenn Miller playing next to us. <laughs> I think the older you get, you don't want to be around a bar or young people. I, I mean, have you not seen the movie Dirty Grandpa? <laughs> I've not. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay, on Dirty Grandpa, it's got De Niro in it, right? I think it is. Oh, it's a great movie. What? Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, it's hilarious. I watched it today. Can I watch it? Oh yeah, it's great. I watched it today. All right, Dirty fantastic. Gr- Aubrey Plaza, Zach. Efron? Uh, Never even heard of it. Oh, yeah, Zach Efron. Putting it on the list. Uh, it's hilarious. It's funny. It's really funny. Okay, I got it. Dirty Grandpa. It's on Netflix. You're going to watch it tonight. All right, every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. It's brought to you by carolisthebuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. All right, up next. Uh, it was the worst proposal in the history of proposals. <laughs> And everybody saw it, and everybody heard about it, and she said yes. Why she should have said no. Next. The Gators and Chad Show, Afternoons. I can never tell anymore, are you really proposing and trying to make a big splash to your girlfriend, or are you proposing because you want likes and tweets and reshares? Because a guy at Dodger Stadium last night, he proposed to a lady in center field. Uh, she was still in the stands when he was de by LAPD. <laughs> it was quite the hit, man. It really was. He got rocked. Yeah. Uh, for, so, obviously, you go on the field to play, you're breaking the law, and you're going to get tackled. 
Now, most of the time, it's some drunk person running on the field, and their pants are falling off, and <laughs> it's hilarious, right? And then you have people running after them, and usually, you know... But he was not in motion. No, he was, he on, was one on his knee. knee doing the Romeo and Juliet Yes, when the poison came and unlocked... <laughs> So he was on a knee, and then the guy who tackled him, it was like, I mean, it was, it was, it was like a full-fledged NFL hit on a yeah. quarterback. Oh, God. It like was, a blind His side. hat went flying. Yeah, it was great. The ring went flying. It was spectacular. And she said yes. Well, let me say this. He doesn't remember it, but he she doesn't. said yes. <laughs> <laughs> the worst proposal you can have is when you go to a game and you set it up beforehand where you're on the Titantron. Oh. And then you, at, right? Like, if you're a girl, that's the worst proposal you could possibly get. Right? Is there a worse proposal? Well, if you want a proposal, you're going to take what you get. Right? No. I think women want a good proposal. How did you propose to your wife? Hey, we should probably get married. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I'm like, you know, like you, what do you want, a stallion? Like riding out of that with you, you know, huh? this, this, this guy. Now I want to know about you. Screw this guy. How did you, how did you uh, do it to your, like you? that? We just, we, we knew we were getting married. I got her a ring and stuff and gave it to her and it wasn't anything like, spectacular because I'm not into the big, <laughs> you're not like, oh, the showy things okay. that, you know, like this guy, again, I always go back to anymore. Is it real or is it for likes? I, I think you'd put a ring on a reptile and let it crawl into bed with you guys. That's how I see you guys. You Isn't um, that a nice, right? That's nice. See? You know my love of reptiles. That is that is true. But I just, I have, I, he got blown up. Let's be real. Boy, I mean, does he not want to talk about his wife and how he said. No, no, it wasn't anything. <laughs> I, like, I didn't parachute. I would I never know. do anything for likes. We had a quiet wedding. It wasn't anything crazy. I think uh, that I'm not that kind of flashy, yeah. loony, you know. A uh, guy, and it was uh, it, it was nice, you know. Get a nice ring, and and and. It, but this was I this would guy. never do this. Well, you break the law first of all, right? <laughs> Second of all, you probably lost two or three teeth in the tackle, and and third of all, it wasn't very. It's not an intimate no proposal. You know, you're you're in center field at a Dodgers game. She's all the way in the stands. Does she really think this thing is cool? What if they met at a Dodger game? What if there's huge Dodger fans together? I still... She never got to say yes. She never got to look into his eyes. Well, he'll never she, know because he, he's he, still I think he lost an eye. <laughs> he got absolutely... His bell was rung. Uh, uh, here's a story that we haven't discussed yet. Social Security. Um... So, American Social Security, do you have trouble saying those two words? Social Security? How about you, Becky Lynn? Why do I always slur on that? Social Security. I can never... It is hard. It is? Okay, it's not just me. No, okay. it is. It, right, you I go ahead too. and say it. Go ahead. Social Security. Oh, she says it better than all Well, you all have to pause between the two. Oh, yeah. That way, okay. You just have to consciously then you get like stop. this. Social well, Security. <laughs> anyway, those checks are going to get a lot smaller in 2034. All right. We got a little, we got a little wiggle room here, right? So lawmakers, if, if there's any if they, left, if if there's any secure, social security left, yeah, uh, lawmakers, if they don't act, if they don't address the the shortfall in 2034, uh, what they're going to cut it in half? They have no give choice. You a third, you have no choice. At some point, you have to go. You know, just like we've been talking about with France and all the riots and stuff you're seeing over there, mm. it's a math problem. We don't have the money. Where do you think we'll get it? And by the way, at some point, you run out of a tax base. Right. We don't have enough people uh, who are who are joining the workforce in the mass that we need to support what we have. 
I don't know how certain Americans are going to live if they don't get that check. I mean, how are you going to, are we going to work until we're 80? Well, if we have a mortality, 80 might be, well, you're young, you're only 80. (laughs) You got another 270 years to go before you can even think about kind of pretending to retire. 66 million Americans received social security benefits in 2022. And they're saying that Medicare... Yeah, is even more long before that. That's an even more critical financial yeah. situation. Yeah, it's it is. But we just keep going. Hey, don't we worry. Just, we'll kick it down the, the road. Can down the road. Kick it down the road. My goodness. All right. Coming up next. We've done research on this. You know how Trump is expected to turn himself in on Tuesday. He's not the first president to head to the big house. So we're going to tell the story of the first president. Who was arrested. It won't be Trump. The story is epic. You're not going to believe who it is. We're going to talk about it coming up next on the Gatos and Chad Show.